Hi, my name is Mariana Smith, and I'm the host of Wisdom for the Journey. I'm so glad you're here. On this podcast, we talk about having a good relationship with yourself and others, how to handle the difficult things life throws at you, and we share little bits of wisdom to help you throughout your own unique journey. The topic for today is body image. Today, I'm with Christy Belk. Christy, would you like to take a moment to share a little bit about yourself, where you're from, your career, and the other things you would like to share? Thank you, Mary. Um, Well, my name is Christy Belk, and I am Mariana's aunt. Her dad is my brother, my younger brother. Um, I am 45 years old, and I am married um, for almost 17 years, and I have two wonderful kids, Connor, who is age 15, and Caroline, who's 13. I went to um, Appalachian State University, uh, graduated from there, and I have been working in social work, in the field of social work, for the past, um, this December will be 22 years, or 21 years, Um, and that's not what I went to school for, (laughs) Um, but um, I'm currently employed at Rowan County Department of Social Services as a permanency planning social worker, and what that is, is I'm a foster care social worker. Um, and I've been there for about, um, six years, but like I said, all together in social work, I've been 21 years. Now, thank you. So now we're going to go into our journeys in relationship with this topic, which is body image. So for me personally, I got social media, um, when I turned 13, almost 14, and I had a little bit of a struggle with body image before that, but once I got it, it just made it worse so I would always look at girls and see that they were skinnier than me and I'd be like why can't I be that skinny so social media kind of made me have some not so great thoughts about my body so just like if you don't want to say anything you don't have to but if you want to when I became conscious of body image yes okay Okay. so I became conscious of body image um probably in late elementary, early middle school, which would be about that sixth grade um, age range. Um, And I think it's interesting that you say social media brought it up, but I think in some way, shape or form, just in, so you have to even think this would have been in the eighties for me. um, I definitely became conscious of it just from my peer environment. And I think of what, society holds as, you know, acceptable, um, valuable, and things like that definitely look different than I thought I did. Um, And that's the other thing about it is that it's, a lot of it is just so much about perception and, and things of, things like that. So um, I definitely um, just, whether it was seeing other girls or, you know, things that were on the TV or in magazines, I became cognizant that I just didn't fit in that category. Or let me rephrase that. I thought I didn't fit in that category. Right. So now I'm about to cough. Okay. You'll have to cut that out too. So (laughs) um, now I'm going to share some facts that I researched and I found about body image. So approximately 91% of women are unhappy with, your bo- with their bodies 
and resort to dieting to achieve their ideal body shape. Next one is 50% of 13-year-old American girls report being unhappy with their bodies. And the last fact that I found which was very interesting to me was that in a study of popular children cartoons, females were four times more likely than male characters to be depicted as underweight and overweight characters were more likely to be portrayed as unintelligent and unhappy than underweight characters. So that was just some in interesting facts that I found while doing some research. So now we're going into the interview part of um, the episode. So I'm gonna ask Christy some questions just about different things. Um, so question one is what would you tell your 14 year old self about body image? Um, I think it's that um, probably to put more value in the fact that God made me the way I, the way I was then, you know, this was at that point, I was a very active young girl. I was into sports. Um, you know, I don't know that I would say that I was like eat healthy, you know, I wasn't any kind of health nut in my family wasn't any kind of crazy um, health either, but we did, you know, we ate, I think like normal families do. Um, and I wasn't overweight and I thought I was overweight. And I, so I think it's just, you know, trying to help manage um, what that perception is. Um, and that beauty um, just looks differently. What I will say about today's world is that I do think there is a message that's coming out that beauty is different. Um, you see it a lot in more marketing um, ways. Not, not, you're still getting a lot of messages, you know, that beauty can, can look like one certain way, but at least there is, um, you know, some attempts to talk about beauty looks different, you know, whether it's your body shape, your color, um, you know, all the different ways that, you know, people look as trying to be more represented or represented. Um, but for me back then, it's just, I think I would have just encouraged myself just to have more confidence in, and just owning who I was instead of trying to be someone else. Mm, yeah. So number two, is what is your first memory where you were insecure about your body? Um, I think it was a sleepover and it was mainly because um, some of the girls were just trying on different clothes of the person we were at the sleepover at and I wasn't, I wasn't the only one there that couldn't wear what she wore, but um, it was definitely like, I felt, no, it was noticeable that I couldn't, you know, wear her clothes because I wasn't the same size as her. Um, and I think I just probably felt insecure about that, which I think is a probably just a normal, immature feeling um, of, you know, sort of a younger girl. Um, but, you know, that's probably it. And I think too, like in school, um, you know, having people say things to you, I mean, that's just, unfortunately, immature behavior of of young people is to comment on other people to sometimes take away their own insecurities but then you hold on to it forever as well right. um and i think that's another thing to for young people to learn is you know you just i don't i try real hard not to put value in someone who doesn't care about me says about me right and 
my first memory is I, w I took dance for a really long time and I started a while, but in about third grade, I, I had just grown up faster than everybody in my dance class. So I looked different than all of them. And I just remember looking at pictures and looking at all the girls in my dance class and thinking, why don't I look like them? Like, why mm -hmm. am I not skinny like them? Why am I taller than them? And it wasn't a big thing, but I think that was the first time that I was actually conscious of what my body looked like. Yeah. So about third grade. Um, the next question is, why do you think teen girls place their value in how pretty they are? Not all of them, but most of them. I think that's unfortunately what, I mean, it's almost in doctrine, you know, whether it's society, it's your family, um, your friends, um, everything about a girl's perception comes from what she looks like. Um, and that, and that is extremely unfortunate. Um, how you're perceived, um, whether you're considered intelligent, whether you're not considered intelligent, whether you're considered to be good at something, um, you know, there's just so much perception and the fact that if you're a girl is supposed to be focused about around what you look like. Yeah. Um, even in today's society, it's still prevalent as, you know, I think women are proving that wrong in the sense of um, making progress towards that, but it's still very prevalent. Yeah. And I think you have to look to as a parent, like as you become older, as who you are as an adult or who you are as a young adult, changing that you not putting that onto yourself, but onto others. So as a parent, I have to work real hard of not putting that onto you know, my own daughter, but also to both of my children that you're valued for who you are, not because of what you look like or, you know, how smart you are or, you know, any of sort of the stereotypes that are sort of ingrained into us at a very early age. Yeah. Yeah. So um, do you think that social media influences your body image and not just necessarily in bad ways, but in just kind of all the ways that it can influence your body image? Uh, for sure. But I think it's, it's like with anything, what you consume will consume you. So if you're on social media and you have a lot of very body positive things that you follow, um, whether it's body positive or just people who are positive in general, then you're going to feel more positive about your situation. Um, and you control that you control what's on your feed, you control who you follow. Um, and you control whether or not you're on social, how often you're on or what, you know, if you're on at all. Um, so, you know, I follow several, um, you know, atypical fitness trainers, um, who are not, you know, size zero and who have abs of steel but who look more like me and seeing their accomplishments and you know continues to motivate me it's not to say that I don't get motivated by someone who doesn't look like me because I do but you know it's you know when you you see your own self-represented um it's just more I think powerful yeah so I am taking a 30 day social media fast because I was kind of getting out of hand with my mental health. And I almost, 
I didn't think that I didn't have the choice to go on that fast or I didn't have the choice to unfollow people. But it was almost like I felt like I couldn't do it at the same time. So I think it's a good reminder to remember that you have control over the people you interact with online and how often you are online. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think there is a fear of missing out or a fear of not knowing something. Um, but if it is important enough, you are going to know about it. And um, if it's important to you, you're going to be involved in something. And um, I know for you young people, that is a lot of how you communicate these days. But um, like I said, you know, you control what's what you put into your brain, what is in front of you. And if it's negative or if it's hurting you, so even if it's not negative, but it's just not helping you in that moment, then, you know, you make the changes to make it to where it's not hurting you. Right. So the next question is, do you believe in the saying the grass is always green on the other side? So like if somebody is more short and curvy, they typically wish to be more tall and lean. But if somebody's more tall and lean, they can sometimes wish to be more short. Yeah, I think that's just human nature. I I, I really do. I think probably even the most, you know, what we would consider, you know, the most beautiful, you know, person looks at themselves and would want something to be different. Um, And that is just, that's just human nature of, um, you know, not being satisfied or thinking, you know, when you don't have it yourself that someone else's experience is better or, you also know the struggles that come with however you you know your life is or your body is just you know a model who's six feet tall was probably six feet tall when she was in fifth grade and you know maybe at that point wish she was short um or you know someone who's super skinny do you know how many times super skinny people get told how skinny they are all the time and at some point it becomes too much for them And so maybe they wish they weren't so skinny Um, or someone who has blonde hair gets told all the time that she's dumb or, you know, every, you know, there's a stereotype for almost everything. Um, So I definitely feel like people constantly compare. So I, I just think it's human nature. Yeah. So do you think that, do you think that what society teaches girls from a young age influences body image issues as they get older? 100%. I mean, it's just, it's inevitable if you sort of live in the world. I think what you have to do as you grow older is, um, or as you become a young person and as you, as you get older is being just, you have to really be very conscious of it. Um, You can go down the rabbit hole and spend all your time trying to be something that you're not or hyper-focusing on what other people look like versus what you do, but that's, you know, not helping you and it's not healthy for you. So I think it's just sort of, it's like with anything, it's um, sort of managing that portion control of whatever it is. So portion control of media, portion control of people who influence your life, portion control of food, portion control of exercise, because it's all about a balance. If you have too much of one thing, it will start to, you know, warp your balance. Um, what I think is interesting is um, when I was younger, and I'm sure when you were younger, there was no such thing as a body positive Barbie. And 
there were no Disney princess movies with um, different kind, different princesses with different body types. Um, and I definitely think that did affect me because I was growing up thinking that there was one body type and that body type was the pretty body type and the perfect body type. Just because um, when I was younger, and I'm sure it was even worse for people older than me, there was, it really wasn't body positive, body positivity wasn't really a big thing. Now it did start to kind of get better in our society as I got older, but when I was younger, it wasn't really a big issue. I think what is, um, and I, I think just younger people where we are, or as you're younger, you just don't pay attention to, I mean, you are hyper-focused on the things that you're consuming, but you have had a lot of very body positive people in your life. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, you, you, I think we don't realize that till we get older. Um, but I think that's something that young kids do need to look at is now it's one thing if the people, um, or even the women in your life have a negative viewpoint of their body and talk about it all the time. Cause then that would probably direct you to have the same, but I know for me, I try, um, I try very, very hard, um, that I don't talk about my body to my family in a negative way. I don't talk about wanting to look like something that, um, that I'm not, or, you know, and I'm, I've been a lot of different sizes over the years and I try to remain neutral when I talk about that with my family, especially my children. Um, but I do want to talk about being healthy and I want to talk about being active and you can be healthy and active in different body frames. So I think just as, as people, we tend, we need to look at the humans or, you know, the people around us more so than the people that we don't know. Yeah. And I feel very lucky to have a lot of women in my life who are body positive, giving me a good example. So the next question is, why do you think people desire to have the quote unquote perfect body? Um, it's probably some of that, you know, wanting what you can't have kind of thinking for sure. Thinking that life would be easier. Um, I mean, I've caught myself thinking that plenty of times, like, well, if I just was a size, if I just was skinny, I would be so much happier. And that's definitely not the case. I mean, I've been plenty happy in the body I was given. Um, and I think I would be plenty sad in another body in the same measure. Um, and I think there's, you know, there's a, a price put on that. If you look a certain way that you're, you're happy. And I think a lot of people who do look that way have said, you know, that's not the case, whether they work hard for it or whether they're just genetically, you know, given that it doesn't make their life worse or better. And another thing that I've noticed is human nature, not just body image. You might have a perception of something that you really, really want. And once you get to that point, there's something else that you really, really want. So once you, right. once you get to your goal, chances are you're going to be thinking about the next something step that you're going to want to take. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And that is just sort of a, a, a quest for never being satisfied. And that usually stems from not being um, healthy mentally um, and being there definitely, you know, one thing that I've had to work on as I become adult is accepting acceptance of, you know, who, who I am faults and all. Um, and, you know, working on my faults, especially when they hurt others, but the ones that don't hurt others where I'm just hurting myself, you know, there has to be some acceptance to that. Yeah. Yeah. So next question, how does your body change, body image change as you go, how does your body image change as you get older? Um, well, I definitely think, you know, in some good ways and bad ways, like there at times can be some complacency of, well, especially if you start becoming unhealthy. Um, well, I'm, what difference does it make? Um, you know, I'm married, I've got kids, I've got a family. I don't need to um, sort of allowing yourself to get lazy in a sense. <laughs> um, so that's, you know, could be something that's a sort of a negative, but as a positive, I think one of the things that definitely comes with it is not caring so much about what other people think. Sometimes, you know, that's, again, something that is hard to get over, but um, I think as you get older, you learn to take credence from the people that are important to you and not from the ones that are not. And, um, I mean, I know how, you know, I know how hard I work at being who I am. Um, and, and even when I'm, even when I was in the, you know, the best shape of my life, I still wasn't, I mean, I wasn't skinny. I wasn't, you know, I was thinner than I am now, but I wasn't skinny. I just, you know, was working out a lot and looked different than I do now, but that doesn't mean I was any more or less healthier than I am now. So, what would it look like to have a healthy body image? I, I think it is comes down to acceptance of, um, of being healthy physically. So eating well and exercising, but on the mental side, knowing that I'm trying my best every day and, um, and sort of not guilting myself or shaming myself if I'm, when I'm not perfect at it. Yeah. Um, and so just loving myself, um, you know, for how God made me, you know, one of the things that definitely runs in my family is having sort of larger thighs and a little bit bigger backside. And, you know, on one hand, I can really like complain about that or wish it was different, but it also has made me really strong in certain physical things that I've worked at and been a part of, like, having has really made me strong as an athlete it has made me strong um yeah. and you know it gives me definition it, you know a lot of people like having curves and um so it's appreciate it's sort of some having some appreciation for the things how your body's made yeah. and looking at how it can how it's functional for you and how you know having those things about your body help you versus constantly thinking about how if it was different I could be better at something yeah and I think a big part of saying what you did is like I have had two open heart surgeries but I'm healthy and so whenever I am struggling with body image 
one of the things that I say to myself is think about my heart before it was fixed and just think about how how much of a miracle just that my heart is beating and healthy today and how it's working. And I think that it's very important to remember that your body is not just how it looks like. Your body does so much for you every day. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So the last question is, if you loved yourself the way God does, how would you treat your body? Um, well, I definitely would be, um, you know, eating healthy, eating things that were, you know, going to help, help me, um, but enjoying the things I eat too, um, taking joy in food and, and, um, being appreciative for it. Um, and then, you know, keeping my body active and moving, um, and being appreciative of all of the things it does for me that I can, you know, go on a run or a walk and enjoy being outside, um, and being in nature, which is something I love. I love, I love almost every season and I love seeing the different things are changing and, you know, my body allows me to do that. Whether I'm running or walking, I'm able to go and exercise and be outside. Um, or increasing my strength, you know, I think it comes down to appreciation that, you know, being appreciative and grateful for what your body can do for you and not, you know, that it doesn't look like something else. Yeah. So now we're going to, um, close this up. We're going to give some, any other advice that you would, that we would like to give. Um, and if you want to go ahead and say some closing words, you can. Okay. Um, I would just say, um, the sooner for any young people listening, just the sooner that acceptance part comes for you, the easier, I think the outcome you want will happen. Um, you know, you can exercise and, and starve yourself all day long, but your body's probably still going to look somewhat the way God has intended it to be. The main thing is like just accepting, you know, your body and accepting who you were made to be and, and keeping it strong and healthy. Um, you know, if you're, if you're tall and skinny and you're working out, you're still going to probably be tall and skinny. If you're shorter and curvier, even if you're working out and, you know, eating right, you're still going to have somewhat of being short and curvy. So it's just accepting that and loving that and being just grateful and appreciative that, you know, you're able to do things with your body and just trying real, I think for social media, um, monitoring what you consume. And if you see that it's taken a negative impact on you, then change it. Yeah. Yeah. So what I would say is your body's not the only thing that's interesting about you. There's so much more to you than what you look like. So, um, this is partly for me too. Don't focus as much. If you see that your body image is unhealthy, don't focus on as much of what you look like, but be grateful about all the other amazing things about you beyond your body. Um, so thank you for joining. Um, thank you for having me, Mary. This is so awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Wisdom for the Journey. You can find all episodes of Wisdom for the Journey on Spotify and YouTube.
and make sure you follow us on Instagram at Wisdom for the Journey.